Welcome to Level With Us, the bonus ode. We're releasing some unheard content from previous interviews to explore a topic more in depth, look at it through a new lens, or a different perspective. These shorter sodes will also give us the opportunity to answer any questions from listeners. So if you want to know more about a topic, or you just want us to look at a housing-related issue that we haven't yet covered, go to the Level With Us page on our website, homeportohio.org, and fill out the form. All right, let's get into it. This week, we're taking a deep dive into the Maud Hill Growing Homeownership Fund, a fund to provide black and minority prospective buyers with the financial assistance to offset some costs related to purchasing a home. With contributions from both the private and public sectors, the fund launched on February 1st with an initial $1 million, but it's intended to get much bigger. The fund was designed by Convergence Columbus. For our last episode, I interviewed their director, Ana Te Kasongo. The org is working on a number of initiatives to close the black homeownership gap, and this fund is the latest. Here's Anna now at the press event we held to launch it. Happy Black History Month. (laughs) My name is Anna Tekasongo, and I'm the Director of Community Partnerships at the Affordable Housing Alliance of Central Ohio, where I have the privilege of leading Convergence Columbus. Today, we commemorate the launch of the Maud Hill Growing Homeownership Fund, a special purpose credit down payment assistance program designed by Convergence Columbus and administered by Homeport. In Central Ohio, the gap between black and white homeownership rates is larger today than it was immediately after the Fair Housing Act passed in 1968. Let us take a moment and think about what that means In this one key area, we have lost ground since the civil rights movement. Columbus suffers from a 32% racial homeownership gap, the second largest in major American cities, and lack of flexible down payment assistance is a major contributor to the resource gap that exists in our communities. Anna does not exaggerate. According to a report by the McKinsey Institute for Black Economic Mobility, black homeownership rates have declined across all community profiles, from megacities to trailing rural counties. The study looked at racial parity more broadly, with homeownership as one key indicator in achieving wealth. This one indicator has contributed greatly to the persisting wealth gap between black and white Americans. I mean, we're talking a median household wealth of 188000 for white families compared to 24000 for black families. At our current pace, the McKinsey study predicts we won't achieve racial parity for another 300 years. Beyond boosting homeownership rates, it'll take reform in every sector, from education and employment opportunities to access to health care and social services, and far more than a million dollars to get us there. Or, as Anna says, This is one step one solution and one chunk of the elephant and it is our sincerest hope that this initiative acts as a catalyst for other programs in our great region the growing home ownership fund exercises the legal flexibility afforded under the equal credit opportunity act passed in 1974. operating as a special purpose credit program it's intended to benefit people who would otherwise be denied credit or receive it on less favorable terms For all low- and middle-income families, housing has been top of mind. Whether priced out of the market entirely or stuck in a starter home due to interest rates, housing as an issue has touched each of us. Still, black and minority households are uniquely and particularly impacted. 
historically racialized policies like restrictive covenants, redlining, and blockbusting have lasting effects today, and even now discrimination in lending practices persists. Black and Hispanic homebuyers are twice as likely as their white counterparts to be denied a mortgage because of insufficient cash or high debt-to-income ratios. Local and statewide elected officials have made housing a priority. The $200 million bond initiative passed in Columbus in November. The $150 million Welcome Home Ohio program launched by the state last July. Those and many more have underwritten initiatives to make housing more accessible generally. But this is a unique effort to target that black and minority homeownership gap, to respond to targeted policies with a targeted policy. In the summer of 2023, Columbus City Council contributed $350,000 toward this fund. We gather on this momentous day, uh, the first day of Black History Month, and what a way to kick it off uh, in honoring one of Columbus's uh, greatest Black leaders, uh, my dear friend and someone who I look up to, Miss Maud Hill. This is Columbus City Council member Nick Bankston speaking at our press event. As someone who is raising a young Black boy, uh, in a home that we just purchased, um, it is significant uh, today. When I think about even where my house is built, uh, it is in just literally across the street here. And when I was a kid growing up, that was trees and farmland. And it shows the growth of our cities. And it shows where we are going. But the question that we have to ask ourselves is not if we're going to get bigger. We know that's going to happen. But as we get bigger, will we get better? Not if we're going to grow, we know that we are going to grow, but will that growth translate into a better city for the next generation, for my son's generation? And that's what homeownership and that's what this fund is really about. It is about providing opportunities for the next generation of folks to call Columbus home. If you don't know my story, I am the daughter of uh, refugees. So my parents came to this country um, from Cuba Columbus City Council Member Lourdes Barroso de Padilla. And after years of hard work, my dad worked as a busboy at Takihiki. My mother worked in a beauty salon, cutting hair and washing hair for a quarter ahead, and learned English by watching all my children. With all of that money, they scrapped together enough so that they could buy their first house. And a lot of people might say it's a starter house, and it's our forever house. My mother's 84 years old, and she still lives in that house. Me, my three sisters, and many of the 17 uh, great-grandchildren and grandchildren of my parents have stayed in that house at one time or another. It is our big mama house. It is our forever house. And even my father, on his, literally, as my father was coming to the end of his life, said, take care of my tatita. Because it was the only thing that my parents had to pass down. And... See, my, I blame this on you. Okay, <laughs> pulling it together. But that story is one that is a story for many people. For many people, their grandmother's house, their parents' house, an auntie's house, an uncle's house, that becomes the safety net for so many families. That is their grounding place. It creates a sense of place. It creates a sense of belonging. It is what builds community. That place where you know your neighbors, you sit out on your porch, you have that stability. And we know that when families have that stability, home ownership is one of the greatest strategies that closes our wealth gap. It has better educational outcomes for our children, has better health outcomes, not just for our children, but for our families. 
And for too, too long, there have been families in Columbus that have been so far removed from prosperity, that had suffered the long-term impacts of redlining. And this program is just one strategy, just one, to close that gap, to bring people closer to prosperity, to bring them back to a place that we, many people in this room, have experienced. And for the people who haven't, it's giving them that opportunity. And so that's why, as we talked about our housing package at Council, this was the thing that resonated most with me, that spoke to my heart, that made me say, that's the thing that we want to do. Because it's not just about giving folks a path to homeownership. It's also about teaching them how to stay in that house, ensuring that they can afford it. I remember growing up, I had friends who inherited houses by Franklin Park, and they would heat one whole section of the house because they couldn't afford it. So it's about teaching them to how to put away that money to take care of the roof, to take care of that appliance that has gone down, to ensure that for generations, they too can pass down this home to their families. To qualify for assistance to the Growing Homeownership Fund, you need to be a Franklin County resident and a first-time homebuyer making 140% or less of the area median income. That's about $125,000 for a family of three. And you must identify as Black, Latinx, or a member of another economically disadvantaged class. There are no credit score or debt-to-income requirements, and assistance is forgiven after three years of qualifying owner occupancy. Participants must also go through housing counseling, provided by Homeport at no cost. We believe in, and again, Homeport, we're a housing developer, and you know we are in the housing counseling space because the education provided provides a level of stability. This is Homeport President and CEO, Leah Evans. You may remember her from episode one. The number one foreclosure prevention tool, home buyer education. Why? Because it really helps people manage the expectations around what ownership is and what it looks like. And now how do I go in that and be successful long term? We want long term sustainable buyers, not someone you know that's going to be in there and possibly get in over their head, which we've seen, right? We've seen that turn into an economic crisis for our entire country um, when we have buyers in mass that were you know over their heads on their homes. And so you know we, don't, we want to be on the forefront of making sure that, that is not the case for a next generation of buyers. So I think the goal of Convergence and even of this fund is to increase the amount of African-American and minority homeowners in our market. Like We want to see Central Ohio um, be a balanced ownership market where we can see people participating from all races and demographics and not see that there's a barriers or limitations on persons because of their race or ethnicity as it relates to buying. So we're trying to see that balanced home ownership across Central Ohio. Again, the fund is, is a Franklin County tool. Um, but we think as we as we invest in Franklin County, we invest in this in this you know where the majority of the population currently lives. Then we'll you know be able to really influence buying opportunities across this the geography as well. So, do you think that this fund is going to bring us up to speed, or do you think we're going to be more of like a a leader in the area once this is all said and done? I'd like to see the second. So like, let's go with the latter, right? Uh, I definitely would want us to be on par with other you know peer cities, other markets our size, but would want this us to use this as a springboard to say that we can do something no other communities have done, that we can grow equitably and sustainably, so that even as we see more housing opportunities come online, we see more homeownership opportunities go online, that we're continuing to grow and have prosperity that reaches into all demographics and all segments versus being for a select few and only out of re- and mostly out of reach for, for the many. Whether or not Columbus starts a trend that sweeps the country, this fund is a part of a national effort. 
Convergence Columbus is the local chapter of a nationwide strategy led by the Mortgage Bankers Association. Here's Wendy Penn, Associate Vice President of Affordable Housing Initiatives at the MBA. When the Mortgage Bankers Association developed our Convergence Initiative, the goal was to bring together local and national stakeholders to address the barriers that create uh, systemic challenges for Black, Hispanic, and other uh, communities to achieve home ownership. And we focused on four gaps, the information gap, the trust gap, the resource gap, and the market gap. Convergence Columbus is knocking it out of the ballpark on all of those gaps, but today we are really here to celebrate uh, the tremendous step they're taking to close that resource gap, the financial piece that people need to get into homes. And this down payment assistance program is going to be life-changing for so many families. Um, and I will say Columbus is, is a model of what we are striving for uh, through Convergence. I mean, it is literally illustrated here uh, on, this, uh, on this board what a collective impact model can do. And I know that this will inspire the existing and future Convergence cities. Uh, so what is happening through this fund and the benefits will extend not just to Columbus, but for uh, across to other cities in the country. And I think that's truly remarkable. This is important to my belief because I have been an agent of human services, public service, and social changes for over four decades. This is Maud Hill, the Growing Homeownership Fund's namesake. Maud was the VP of Community and Government Relations at Homeport for 33 years. She retired at the end of 2022, but her work didn't end there. Maud has long been celebrated for her care for others that traces back to the 1960s and the civil rights movement and continues today. She was inducted in 2022 into the city's Hall of Fame by Mayor Ginther and received the Women of Achievement Award from the YWCA of Columbus. She currently works with the Columbus Urban League as Associate Vice President for Public and Community Affairs. Housing has been one of the major issues for which I have advocated. This fund will advocate and to ensure young Black and Hispanic folks to get access to homeownership because the wealth it builds is a significant change in so many ways. This is especially important to me because I've been in that space myself some time ago when I bought my first home. I know what it feels like to want these things, these kinds of things and opportunities for your family. And once you receive them, how proud you are of what you have accomplished. Mm -hmm. All of this is tended to my heart because I believe in this stuff. And I'm thankful that all of you had the idea, had the willpower to put something together that is so meaningful, so meaningful to our community. Thank you. Level With Us is brought to you by Homeport and is recorded, mixed, and edited by Lauren Sega. All sources are in the show notes. Homeport creates strong communities by developing quality, affordable homes on a cornerstone of dignity, security, and opportunity. To learn more, or if you'd like to support our mission, visit us at homeportohio.org.